Hi, you guys. Today's mini lesson is about stillness and concentrating your energy and talking less and feeling more. So I'm going to be reading some passages um, from a book called When the Heart Waits. And I just want you to use this as like a meditation time and just listen. Okay. Take a few breaths. Okay, just relaxing and just thinking about, you know, in your own life right now, what you're willing to put on pause, to let go, to, she has this line here, um, postures of the spirit. This isn't about talking and doing and thinking. It's about postures of the spirit. It's turning oneself upside down so that everything is emptied out and the divine can flow in. It's curling up in fogged spaces, listening to the heart, sinking into solitude, wrapping the soul around a little flame of hope that the divine has ignited. It's sitting on the windowsill of the heart, still and watching. Such interior postures are themselves the prayers that transform, heal, and yield the answers in our waiting. They're the shapes and contours that turn us into a cocoon. And so, again, I want us to think about the still point um, where we are right now. Um, we don't have to rush after this after all. It was there all the time. This guide, this is referring to the inner guidance. We don't have to rush after it. It was there all the time. And if we give it time, it will make itself known to us. In the weeks and months that followed, my own crossing of the bridge, I learned the truth of these words. I learned there's hardly anything upon which the divine heaps more grace and guidance than chrysalis making. The divine dreams up the ideas of the cocoon, and I believe the divine invests in the waiting of every creature who enters one. These guiding flashes of sacred insight, they happen usually when we need them the most. Um, this inner guidance that's inside of us is there for all of us, especially in the process of waiting and transformation. So, I'm going to keep going through this, this beautiful chapter called Concentrated Stillness to give you an idea of what solitude and deep surrender and deep relaxing into um, your inner voice and guidance can look and feel like. Suddenly, I was aware of my soul standing in the dark, in the opaqueness of middle life, unable to do anything but wait. I wanted to pray to form words and petitions, but there was only the eerie stillness of my heart. The feeling of being unable to pray as I was accustomed to has been with me ever since I walked over the bridge into a ritual of letting go. If we're to wait, we must relearn the extravagance of grace. I stood by the doors watching the fog, everything in me hushed and unmoving. And all at once I caught my reflection in the glass. I saw my posture silhouetted against the darkness and it came to me in one of those graceful moments 
one like my daughter had had where she simply knew something inside. I was seeing myself at prayer. I was praying my still heart, my silence, the posture of waiting against a backdrop of darkness. That was my prayer. The revelation came as a surprise. I had stumbled into grace. These moments had a compelling awareness for me. And then she goes on, hold on. Um, this prayer isn't about talking and doing and thinking. It's about postures. And that's when she goes more into the postures of the spirit. So I want to talk about the still point, the solitude, um, finding your own way through this, relaxing. I notice there's so much thinking. There's so much questioning. And I want you to relax into your being and just keep practicing that breathing. Let the answers for your life come to you. Allow her to whisper to you. Allow her to guide you. Allow her to just say nothing. Maybe allow her to be in silence. Allow her to be in silence. There are about as many ways to go about this as there are people. We need to pause and reconnect ourselves to the still point. Each human heart approaches the still point in its own unique manner. The capacity that you and I have for creativity when it comes to our own inner being, becoming, sorry, is vast and impressive. I believe in the individuality of each human soul. We're each artist in its creation. This makes for diversity in our approaches to the still point. And that's why... Um, you know, doing this time together, we're doing candles and music and movement and nature so that you can align and find your way to your still point, find your way into your life as your prayer, as your dance, as your exploration of integration between your soul, spirit, guide, and your mind. <clears throat> There's one last part I wanted to read from this chapter. <clears throat> and this is really about living into the questions, the prayer of waiting. This whole chapter, Concentrated Stillness, is really so much of what we're doing. So here's, I'll read this part to you. When one day in midlife, one comes to doubt oneself, and all one's relationships and commitments, and when the pain and anxiety of this dragging away of energy from all that formerly was so life-giving begins to overwhelm, there surfaces the depth question, why bother? Lucky the one who lets that question stand, that question is a prayer. I decided I needed time, waiting time, I thought. I went to Maine, I walked in the country, and I begged and ple pleaded with the divine to change things. I was as feverish in my prayers as I had been in my career. Then I came upon a spider web that hung between two trees. The spider was still in the midst of spinning it. I can't explain why, but I stopped and watched. It occurred to me I'd never done anything so irrelevant, ir irrelevant in my life, or so it seemed. I smiled. Waiting always feels irrelevant in the beginning. 
She went on, I sat on a stump for the longest time watching the spider. And you know what? The most beautiful thing happened. This is the way you're supposed to pray, a voice inside me said. Just be quiet and still so you can begin to see the thing that the divine is already weaving. So that's what I've started to do. There was silence between us. Then she said, funny how something like that can change everything, isn't it? Yes, it is. Funny how the divine guides our path with little webs of grace that pull us into the prayer of waiting into healing and rebirth. My friend had found the prayer of concentrated stillness, an extraordinary and powerful prayer, but one little known to us. By taking on the shapes and postures of this prayer, we become the cocoon, aligning ourselves, heart, body, mind, and spirit into unique positions of stillness creates the special environment we need. It creates the waiting season in which we become able to commune with our depths and begin to recover what is lost, heal what is wounded, and become who we truly are. Our longing for this connection is deep and universal. Um, attentiveness is vital to waiting. So that's the watching and the, and the quietness that we're creating, waiting around and living into the questions. There's one last part. Okay. So this is the part I'm going to close with, and it's um, the author Sue Monk Kid sitting at her kitchen window watching a bird. And the bird wasn't leaving, it was just sitting there, and so many of you have talked about birds visiting. I studied the bird, deeply impressed. She seemed to know instinctively that in stillness is healing. I'd been learning that too, learning that stillness can be the prayer that transforms us how much more concentrated our stillness becomes though when it's shared. The door opened again. Is she finished being still yet? Anne, her daughter asked. No, not yet, I said, knowing I was talking as much about myself as the bird. We went on waiting together, 20 minutes, 30, 50. Finally, she was finished being still. She cocked her head to one side, lifted her wings and flew. The sight of her flying made me catch my breath. From the corner of my eye, I saw her shadow move along the ground and cross over me. Grace is everywhere, I thought. And then I picked myself up and went back to folding laundry. After that day, when I needed someone to pray with me, I called on one of my friends and simply asked if she would come and wait with me. Sometimes we sat together without saying a word. Even then, however, our hearts were focused and attentive and beating with love. We were listening as best we could to the prayer, the spirit prays with us. We were trusting together, hoping in high shadows and the flight of the wings. I have regrets in life, but waiting with the wounded bird isn't one of them. I learned her stillness and her flight. She taught me prayer. And this, when I read this, I just... Um, read that section a few weeks ago, I wept thinking, this is us. I'm sitting with you quietly, watching, waiting with grace, not with pressure to get anywhere or do anything, 
but the life is in the waiting. The prayer, the guidance is in the stillness. It's in the, the tantrum, the laundry. This is it. And when that realization pulsates through your body without the mind, there's a shift in your being. And I am honored and humbled to be part of this waiting this grace and this stillness with you. Thanks.